0: record all right guys we are back final score we haven't been on in a while and we're trying something new uh we're gonna do yeah like many people have said before we've got a face for radio so you can watch this on your our youtube channel or you can if you don't want to see our ugly mugs with Lynn's five o'clock shadow that he says oh you I got gray hair up here uh, you can listen to us on our regular Apple Podcast, Spotify, whatever. Um, but yeah, we're back again. Lynn, welcome back. You representing your two teams, FedEx Field, and I see you got a Carolina, Carolina shirt on today. How you doing, Bud? <laughs> doing good, doing good. It's good to be back. Do you have a Steelers shirt on? No, I'm actually representing another podcast tonight. Some of my buddies that, that will be guests in the future on the show. It's the uh well, it's, let me back up. Shout shout it out loud, cast. It's a kiss podcast. And uh, those guys, once oh yeah, once we get once we get things straightened out, they're gonna come on and uh, we're gonna do a they're Patriot fans. So, we're going to do a top ten Patriots list. Uh, I reckon I can come up with ten Patriots, but we'll, we'll see about that. But – Well, you tonight, know who number one's going to be. Uh, I'll tell you who my number one's going to be. Calvin Adams. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John Hannah. If it's not one person, you're not doing it right. Yeah, 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 whatever. We'll see about that. Um. Tonight, we're going to do, we're going to start our division previews in the NFL. Uh, we're starting tonight with the AFC and the NFC South. Uh, a lot, we got the defending Super world champions in the NFC South. AFC South is, Oh, you know, you got the train wreck that is the Houston Texans right now. And uh, we'll get more into that in, in a few minutes. But we'll start off with with a little bit of uh, A little bit of news. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, this whole offseason has been a mess between him and the Green Bay Packers. You know, the Packers have done stuff to make him mad. uh, Going back to the draft last year. And he's come out at a golf tournament he was playing in and said he would be making a decision in the next two weeks. Now, is that decision Aaron Rodgers goes to another team or Aaron Rodgers remains with the Green Bay Packers? It's if he's going to join the Packers or not. He has no choice in going to another team. So you That's don't the Packers' decision. Yeah, so, you know, well, he could retire. I mean, that, that's his choice. He could end up retiring. It didn't do bad in the – in the golf tournament the other night. So, uh, and or on Jeopardy. Yeah, he could be the host on Jeopardy. I mean, you remember that Weird Al song, I Lost on Jeopardy? No. I take it you're not a Weird Al fan. So, uh, anyway, but yeah. I do like Weird Al, but I do not know that song. That is early, early Weird Al. Weird Al in 3D, the album there. Yeah, and I'm a. You can tell I'm a freaking uh, music nerd, too. Um, but, yeah, it's – it's I don't know. It's, it's it's a bad situation. I think the Packers are, are preparing as if he's not going to be there. Uh, you know, why else would you sign Blake Borders to, to be, be a Packer if you weren't – I mean, if you're going to get a... I play be, Jordan Love. Is it Jordan Love? I played Jordan yeah. Love over Bortles. Well, I'm sure that's what's going to happen. Jordan Love will probably get it. And he says he's going to be ready week one. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, think, I don't think he plays anywhere else. Peyton Manning has come out now and says his gut feeling is Rodgers won't be a Bronco. So, it is what it is. And... Uh, the reason I knew it was time to do our division previews was, and people probably think I'm stupid for getting these every year, but if you can see that, I don't think you can see it for the blue screen. The uh, Athlon. The magazine. Yeah, football, Athlon yeah. Pro Football Preview. I get them every year. no matter, Even though I know all that information is on the internet, I still have to have it in my hand to uh, make me feel better. But uh, – yeah, let's get right in. First of all, got to throw a shout out to our friend and former guest of the show, Adam Winkler. Uh, just left Channel 3 out of uh, Virginia, gone back home to Houston to, uh, I think it's a Channel 13. I'm not sure what to call them. He's back in, in his hometown, which he was happy about. Uh, just left, just got there this week, I think, but uh He's, he's itching to get back on the show with us. We'll have him back on, and maybe we'll talk about that train wreck that is the Houston Texans, which we're getting ready to talk about in just a few minutes. So AFC South, let's get right into it. You got your stuff ready? Okay. We started at the bottom, right? Yeah, I'm ready. I, I had NFC up. I'm just going to move it to AFC. Yeah. All right, so that's a good segue, talking about the bottom of the AFC South and him moving to Houston. <laughs> That's why I did it. Did you plan that? Yeah, that's why I did it. So, who's going to be their quarterback? Who's going to quarterback the Houston Texans? Tyron Taylor. Unless unless they mess up I mean, his uh, – does, does Watson see the field ever again? I don't still I know. don't know. I mean, you haven't heard anything lately about the, his legal situation. Uh, and looking – honestly, looking at this magazine, what, what surprised me more than anything was they have their uh, offseason depth charts in here. And guess who's not first or second string quarterback on here? Deshaun Watson is not – Deshaun listed. Watson. Exactly. He is not listed. Tyrod Taylor is listed as the starter. And Ryan Finley, former NC State player, Wolfpack, pack, he's, uh, he's back up. So, I'm looking at the quarter, and, you know, Watson's on the roster here, but it's so much up in the air with that. I mean, I don't think – does he step on the field again? Maybe. I'm thinking 50-50. Does he step on the field as a Houston Texan? Yep. I'm thinking no. I'm thinking there's no chance he's a Houston Texan. 25% chance. 25. I, I, I think there's too much. You don't think water. that hot? I, don't think, I think there's too much water under the bridge now. I think there's I – just, I just don't see it happen. It can come to Washington Red Wolves. Come on over to the Washington Red Wolves. I, I did see an article today. It was sent to me on Twitter from hogshaven.net that said – the, Reds, the Washington team name will be Red Wolves, and here's why. And uh, there was several several reasons why, and I hope it is Red Wolves. We've talked about that before. Um, but, yeah, there was several reasons why. If you want to check it out, uh, it's on my Twitter. It's on the Final Score Twitter. But uh, I would be happy for the Redskins people to, to have a, a, the Red Wolves name again. But they said, you know, they were talking about Red Hawk. Said Red Hawk and Deshaun awesome. Watson. Yeah, and Deshaun Watson. Nah. if he's, a, hey, he might be joining a new team. Might be joining the Mean Machine. You mean the prison team? That's what I'm talking about. You saw the longest yard. Now yeah. my dog, my dog's over here giving me a hard yep. time. He's a Deshaun Watson fan. But uh, yeah, That's let's okay. Let's get uh, back to this. They got a new head coach, uh, David, David Culler. If any of you people have heard of him, he was the, what, he had, like, something to do with Baltimore's passing, with the passing offense last year, which ranked dead last in the NFL. I have no idea. So, this guy has no no head coaching experience at all. And you're going to put him as head coach of a – Sinking ship. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Well, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, but, I mean, you think. Here's my question. Here's my question for you. Here's my question for you. Do you think this was the best they could get with the situation they're in? That all these other guys that were. Probably. Yeah, all these guys that were up for the job turned it down. And this was the best they could get, it's right? It's a dumpster here. fire, it, it, it is, and I complete mean, complete dumpster fans, fire. If you're a Houston Texas fan, you know, I feel sorry for you, but uh, you know, y'all did, You you can blame your front office for this? It's they've done it. I mean, which Deshaun Watson has well, he hasn't contributed to him not being on wanting to play for him because they did all the things to make him not want to play with the trade. They trade uh, Hopkins. Now they did J.J. Watt a big favor and let him go and how he's with, with Arizona. So, you know, it is what it is. Last year they were 4-12. and 12. They picked, you know, the quarterback situation. We talked about that. They did draft a quarterback in the third round. That was Davis Mills from Stanford. Um, they got a new defensive coordinator, a former – head coach with super bowl coaching experience lovey smith and uh but i don't see this getting i don't see this going better than than 4 and 12 i I really don't think they lead off i'm gonna say 4 and 13 Mm, 4 and 13 17 games remember i'm not seeing that i'm not seeing that happen um They lead off with Jacksonville, so they get the Trevor Lawrence era dumped on them right away. Uh, And they also, an interesting game on the schedule, probably the most interesting game the Houston Texans will have all year, they play Arizona. So, J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins get to play against their old team, and it will probably be a blowout. But I'm going – They'll beat the Jets. They're gonna beat the Jets. So there's one win right there. You think so? You really think yeah, so? Yeah, I'm looking at their schedule. I, you ready? Do your prediction, then I'll do mine. I'm saying they go two and fifteen. Well, oh, I can go first. They're, That's what I'm saying, two and fifteen as well. Yeah. I think they're gonna beat the Jets, and then they'll accidentally beat someone else. Well, they'll probably slip like up, Miami. And, yeah, they'll slip up and and maybe upset somebody in their division. Maybe, but you know we played it, Trevor Lawrence twice. So yeah, they could so be Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Be him one time, but you know, not. A, it's not going to be a good year, So The bottom of the of the AFC South is uh, is the Houston Texans. So, moving on, I, I think we're going to agree on number three as well. I think the number three team we're going to agree on as well. I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be Jacksonville Jaguars. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I know – I know um, Sunshine is coming in to be their quarterback. Sunshine. And he is (laughs) – they're going to be better. I mean, they did the tank for Trevor. They got him. But I'm looking – okay, key additions, Marvin Jones, Shaquille Griffin, Malcolm Brown – People who left was Keelan Cole, Chris Conley, Al Woods. I just don't see anything there. But they did get Travis Etienne and Lawrence. I'm thinking four and 13. There's just not enough there. This is a young team, a very young team. And uh, it may be something you need to watch out. for. And, of course, one thing you didn't mention on additions is the addition of Tim Tebow, who's uh, trying out for tight end. (laughs) <laughs> but you know last year last year of course you said like you said tank for trevor uh they went one in 15 and uh they've got a new coach who has no college, no no pro football experience but a lot of college experience haven't been coaching for a while but urban meyer is stepping in um the draft i mean looking at their draft they when was the last time you remember teammates getting drafted uh, from one in first one, and second two. round? I, I don't. I've remember. never heard of it. Oh, first round. Both of them went in the first wow. round. Excuse me, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, I like both of them. I think they're both going to be good, just not immediately. You're saying you're saying four and thirteen? Yeah. I'm saying five and 12. I think they're going to slip up on some people. I think they're going to catch the groove. This is what I'm saying. If they're going to get on a roll, it's going to be the second half of the season. Um, They're going to beat Washington. you got Houston in there twice, which, you know, we talked about. I think they play Washington, don't they? Yeah. Oh, they did. Maybe not. I'm losing my mind. Never no, mind. They don't play Washington. Oh, no, yeah, they do. Where? Oh. <laughs> I thought I thought Washington was at Jacksonville this year. Maybe not. I'm losing it. I don't see anything on the schedule up here, but maybe that's Yeah. yeah. I'm losing you're, my mind. Never mind. You're thinking of another team you want you uh, wishful thinking. That's what I was gonna say. You're thinking of no, another team. Play AFC West. Washington plays AFC West. I don't know what I was thinking. So, yeah, I'm going 5-12, but we both agree they're number three this year. Um, And we'll probably agree. I bet we'll agree on the next two as well. But uh, Jacksonville, if they're going to get hot, you know, you look at the second half of the season, they've got some tough games. uh, But they've got some winnable games like the Houston, the Jets, New England's beatable. Um, but you know, after he builds some confidence up, who knows what he, might be the might be the story story of the year there with what he does, what Sunshine does with uh, with this team. All right, so number two, and uh, the only reason I didn't have them closer to number one is because it's one of my favorite quarterbacks. To poop on. (laughs) Paper MVP has a new zip code, and it's not (laughs) 90210. It is – I don't know what Indianapolis zip code is, but anyway, he is now a Indianapolis coach. You know, and I know sometimes a quarterback, change of scenery is a good idea. And this may work out for Carson Wentz. He's back with his old uh, offensive coordinator. Frank Reich was his offensive coordinator in in Philly when he had that great year before he got hurt. Um, This could be... Maybe we'll see him get back to what he was. I don't know. I don't know if he's got... If he's so banged up now that and he's... I mean, mentally and physically banged up that he doesn't have any confidence. uh, But he's got a I mean, a great team around him. Defense is stacked. You've got weapons on offense. Um, Geez, I mean, they picked up Quiddy Pay, defensive end from Michigan. But he's got so many pieces around him. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, the rookie from last year, he had over 1,000 yards rushing. He's got T.Y. Hilton. He's got Naheem Himes. Um, Michael Pittman, Jr., who's coming up. He has got so many weapons of offense. And like I said, the defense is pretty good as well. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what Carson Wentz will see. If we see paper MVP or if we see that guy that started off in Philly that year before he got hurt, what do you think? I think a change of scenery is good for people. And like you said, if, it was the best spot to him to go because he set up with a good team. And you play Houston twice, you play Jacksonville twice. That should be four wins right there. Right, that's like a gift. So I agree, but I think they're going to go. Oh God. 10 and 7. <laughs> you must be looking at my 10 and 7. And it's, seven. it's weird to say these with the 17 yeah. game season. Ten yeah, and you seven. Must, you must be looking at my paper in second place. That's what I have. I've got him going ten and seven. Um, yeah, I mean, the only thing that's the thing that's really good for him is how good this defense is. You know, they could they can carry him sometimes, but after a while, I wonder how short of a string he's gonna he's gonna be on. Short but of a leash, he's gonna be. You're playing on. four awful teams though. You play four awful teams. You should go four and zero right there. Yeah, but then you just need to go six and seven in the remaining games. Yeah, but here's the thing: what if you lose half of those to those awful teams? Then and go two and two. Yeah, well, they're not going to go ten and seven. How short of a leash he has them? I don't think it's that short of a leash. Which, well, I'm looking at the backups he's got right now. Who's oh, um, his backup? Jacob. Maybe for set left, right? Yeah, Jacob yeah. Easton. He's a second-year he player. a very player. long leash. Second-year player from Washington, and then the the third stringer is Jalen Morton, who was a second stringer from Prairie View A and M. So, yeah, he's probably he's probably good still. for him getting a good paycheck. Yeah. He I'm happy for that third-string guy making a good paycheck. <laughs> All right, <laughs> well, so I mean, we both have number one. We have the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I mean, Tennessee was already strong. I mean, like when we talked about change of scenery, uh, who who has benefited more from a change of scenery as a quarterback than Ryan Tannehill, going from playing god-awful in Miami to uh, making the playoffs – Two years in a row in Tennessee and, and and going to the AFC Championship game one of those years, which also helps when you've got Derrick Henry in the backfield behind you. Um, but now And you got Julio Jones coming. Yeah, now Julio you've Jones. Got, you've got Julio added to that, which here's the thing with me and Julio. I don't know. Down by the schoolyard. I was hoping. I was hoping you would oh. say that. I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> uh, I, threw that, I, I, that. I threw that out. I threw that out. am not as good as you, but I, yeah. I threw the line out, and you bid on it. Um, yeah, the thing with Julio, can he stay healthy? I mean, he's not hes not a no. strong chicken. You know, Julio is up there in age um And he's he's been hampered by injuries, several several years. Last year was a bad year, but adding him to that receiving core, with you know, you've got AJ Brown, you got Josh Reynolds. They've got a rookie, uh, Desfit Patrick, from uh, where is he from? From is he from Pittsburgh? Louisville, excuse me, Louisville. So you got some weapons there. Of course, Derrick Henry, I mean, really, he, he can carry you anyway. He's good. Yeah, he's a little – he's just a, just a little bit, a little bit. But yeah. I'm looking at the games they're playing this year. Of course, you got the division games. Pittsburgh. Four easy wins. At Pittsburgh. At L.A. Rams. Let me see, New Orleans, Kansas City, Buffalo, and the division went, which they lead off with Arizona. So uh, that, I don't know. We'll see how Arizona is. You know, maybe a a good year for Arizona. But yeah, I've got Tennessee going uh, 13 and 4. I think they'll have that good of a year. just, wow! you know, Caleb Farley, they drafted him. They needed a secondary help. They needed defensive help, and they got it. Caleb Farley, a cornerback from Virginia Tech. Uh, that's what killed Tennessee last year. After that, I want to say after they lost to Pittsburgh, their defense went just like that. And, yeah, I had to throw in they lost to Pittsburgh last year. But. They need a defensive help. They've got a little bit now, uh, and they've definitely got offensive help. So, uh, yeah, I think this is this is going to be a good year for Tennessee Titans. Thirteen and four. Who? What do you, What kind of record you got them having? Twelve and five. Twelve and five. So we were close. So okay, let's move over to the NFC. NFC South. Home. Of we may the differ on me, but we'll see. <clears throat> we'll see. Home of the defending so in the- Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady's back. Julio Jones is gone. Um, Drew Brees is gone. So, a lot of questions in the NFC South. We'll start off with you. Go ahead and give me who your number four is. So, number four, I have the Ghostbuster. (laughs) Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers. You don't think if I uh, If I feel bad for McCaffrey. I feel so bad for McCaffrey that he is on such a horrible team. He is such a talent, such a good running back, and he's just on a bad team. So, I have the Ghostbuster and Sam Darnold there, and I have them going. I'm doing the math here: <laughs> six and eleven. You're cheating. Yeah, you're cheating because I'm going. I got them going six and eleven as well, and I've got them number four. Um, what can you say? I mean, what do you think about the Ghostbuster? You don't think if I went to a Carolina game, I wouldn't be wearing? I'd find I'd find some kind of Ghostbuster thing, and have that on there. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, just like this seems to be seems to be the uh, theme of this show. We talk about quarterbacks in a new scenery, getting a fresh start. I've heard a lot of people say, a lot of Carolina Panther fans I thought would be upset about Donald coming, and they were like, no, we wanted him, you know, we wanted him there. So, which surprised me, but, you know, last year they were 5-11. They lead off with the New York Jets, which could be a win. Um, and Donald going against his old team. Revenge game. Yeah. Revenge game. Yeah. yeah he could. That one. So I'm looking at, at the depth chart here. His backup is PJ Walker. PJ Walker played in the, what was it called? The AA, American AAS. Yeah. yeah. He played in there and he was I pretty know. good there. He actually got some playing time last year for the Panthers as well. But, uh, J.C. Horn, their number one draft pick, he's a cornerback from South Carolina. Uh, here's the thing with McCaffrey. Yeah, I feel sorry for him, too, because he carried the load. Bridgewater was okay, but McCaffrey carried the load last year. And can McCaffrey stay healthy now? I mean, did uh, he, he had a lot of injuries last year, because he's having to carry the load. That was one of the things that they talked about with him being the feature back. Can he handle it? And, you know, it's different when you've got other weapons, which, you know, they've they've got D.J. Moore. They've got Robbie Anderson, um, wide receiver. But I'm looking at his backup running back, Chuba Chuba Hubbard, who is from Oklahoma State. And he might not be a bad pickup. I've heard some good things about him. But he's lost. I mean, looking at this roster, of the other running backs, there's nobody you've heard of up here, unless they went to the college that you pulled for. Um, so, they're the youngest team, the youngest team in the NFL. – uh, let me see. The average wow. age, average age is 24.2. So there's room to grow in Carolina, but here's a here's something. I bet you didn't know. Since Jordan Gross retired in 2013, he's, he's in the Panthers uh, Hall of Honor. He was a great, great left tackle. Take a guess how many left tackles they've had since he retired in 2013. Play the Jeopardy music. Now. How many left tackles they've had since 2013? Six. No. Higher. I'm going to be like eight. Bob Barker. Higher. Ten. Higher. Ten. Ah. Fifteen. Lower. Thirteen? No, higher. Ah. Fourteen. 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 Fourteen different left tackles In eight years. In eight years. In eight. Wow, that's a lot. Hold on one second here. The dog agrees. What the hell? Yeah, we had a doggy incident, so. But, yeah. I've got him going. That's a lot of left tackles. Yeah, I mean, and you you can't really – you can't really depend on that. Uh, I got them going six and eleven as well. I mean, and I did write this down before. You can't see up here because it wouldn't hold on. No, it's it blurry. Yeah, it. it won't let you see it. Six and eleven, but uh, that's the Carolina Panthers at the bottom of the NFC South. So number three. So We're going to agree on number three as well. I will tell you this. This will give it away right here. Julio went down by the schoolyard and left the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Atlanta Falcons. Four and 12 last year. And then you lose Julio Jones in a trade. Got Calvin Ridley to take his place to step into the number one spot. But uh, how much does Matt Ryan have left? Uh, Not much. They should have drafted a quarterback, but they got Pitts instead. Yeah, well, Pitts was good. I I don't think I could have passed up Pitts either. Ryan – They can get a quarterback next year because they're going to suck this year too. I'm looking at his stats – 4,581 yards passing, 26 touchdowns and 11 intercepts. So, not a bad year for him. But, and Julio was out a lot of that. year. I'm looking at Julio's. Julio had 51 He's got touchdowns. Calvin Ridley, right? Calvin Ridley. he got Russell Calvin Bade. Ridley, and now he has Pitts. Pitts will be a big weapon. And I'm looking at the depth chart. This is the whole thing with the new numbers where you can wear any number you want to pretty much. Kyle Pitts is listed on the on the depth chart, and his number is number eight. A tight end wearing number eight. That's going to be weird. That's weird. That's a college number if I've ever seen one. Yeah. College number. Uh, they've got a new coach. Arthur Smith is their new coach, which – He's he's got his hands full. They lead off with Philly at home. Um, Calvin Ridley's going to take over as as the big weapon there. Maybe, I'm thinking maybe they've got an upside here from last year. Four and 12, I've got them going seven and ten. I got seven and ten as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, so you, I, and I'm thinking – We may have too many wins for these teams. Well, I don't know. I'm thinking that you're going to have – they always seem to have Carolina's number, so I think they're going to sweep Carolina. Um, Carolina fans may not like that. I'm looking at what games they play. They're rebuilding. Oh, they got Buffalo at Buffalo, at Dallas. Let's see if they go to – now, they obviously – they should be 5-11 and 11 last year. But the bonehead that decided to let the ball roll on, on the onside kick, uh, I hope he was cut. But, yeah. That was ridiculous. Yeah, they should have beat Dallas. Yeah. So, yeah, 7-10 and 10 for the Atlanta Falcons. They're number three in the NFC South. So, number two. We're going to disagree on that at least. So, Drew Brees is gone, and the turnover tracker has been dusted off and getting ready to hang in, the, in Superdome. Because I think Jameis Winston's going to beat out Taysom Hill and he's going to lead the Saints to a nine and eight record. Nine and eight? Yep. Okay. All right. You probably have 10 and seven. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, Good. I'm glad I changed it because I had 10 and seven written down (laughs) (laughs) and I changed it to nine and eight. So. Like you said, the, the Jameis Winston turnover tracker is uh, is we're we're changing the batteries out because it's been a couple of years. Um, getting it ready, polishing it, dusting it off, and seeing how much action it gets this year. But uh yeah, I I don't know. I mean that's gonna be an interesting battle. That's probably gonna be one of your more interesting quarterback battles. Uh, and you don't have a lot of time with shortened preseason to really figure it out. Um I don't know. It, Winston's gonna win out because Taysom Hill is. I, I just don't think he can do it. I me, Jameis Winston. I think he may win it, but he'll be on a short leash. What are you seeing? What are the birds flying over FedEx Field? I saw you looking up. <laughs> 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 I saw you going. Because the bird's flying on the field right now. Um, Oh, one of us. Yeah, I mean, they lead off a big game. Uh, Green Bay is the leadoff game. So, we'll see how that runs out. Look, they had, we average 174.5 rushing yards per game when Taysom Hill was the starter. I mean, did you use him the same way as you did when, he, when Breeze was there? You signed him to all this money, this big contract, and you're not going to start him at quarterback? You're going to use him as a utility guy again? I don't think he's a true quarterback. I think he's just a gadget player. That's all I think he is. Well, But he can prove me wrong. And, again, if your competition is Jameis Winston, the turnover tracker, you got a shot. Now let's talk about a guy that may factor into the quarterback deal as well. They drafted Ian Book from Notre Dame. Now he got drafted in the fourth round, but he was not a bad quarterback at Notre Dame. So – this is my wild card in the situation. Don't be surprised if you see Ian Book get some action. Maybe not starting or anything. Maybe he gets some action uh, later in the year. I would not be surprised. Uh, can they win without Drew Brees there, though? That's my question. Can they win without Brees? How long was Brees there? Breeze not was there like they, no, not like they're not going to win the same as they were when he was there because he like elevated that team. He was that good. Fifteen years. years. They drafted Peyton Turner, a defensive end from Houston, so they're trying to get their defense straight. Um, You know, looking at their losses, uh, they lost a lot. I mean, Malcolm Brown's gone. Let's see, who else is up? Janoris Jenkins is gone. Sheldon Rankins is gone. Emmanuel Sanders is gone. Jared Cook. Quan Alexander yeah. is gone. I mean, there's a lot of losses on that on that side and not a lot of pickups. Not a lot of pickups either. So 10 and 7 may be a reach for them to me. They may go nine and eight. Nine and eight, nine or and eight, and nine. eight. ten and seven is what I'm going with. But uh yeah, it could be a that could be a reach for them. It may not be as a competitive team as as years past. Let's look, see who they play, some of the teams they played. It might be interesting. The Seattle game on a Monday night, they play Tampa Bay on Halloween, Dallas on a Thursday night, Buffalo on a Thursday. They got two Thursday night games in a row. How do you work that? That's not good. I wouldn't want that at all. So which they get a they get a big break, 10-day break after the last one. So that's probably why they do it. Uh, but yeah, 10 and 7 for the Saints, uh, second in the NFC South. And of course, we both agree on who will be the first place team in the in the NFC South, the defending Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At 13 and 4. Thirteen and four. Shut up. You did not. Man, that's, yep. Thirteen and four. Hold on. Let me look and see where the cameras are because you've got – I've got 13 and four down here as well. Um, You're lucky year, I changed my ten and seven saints to nine and eight when I said it. Last year. <laughs> yeah, 13 and four. Eleven and five last year. And they got on a hot streak at the right time, which you knew they probably would. Everybody, you remember halfway through the season, everybody was saying, "Well, Brady's—they've had it. They lost that that 38-3 shellacking that New Orleans gave them, and then lost three out of that of the four there." And everybody was like, "Oh, they're they're going they're history," and yeah, they ended up winning the Super Bowl. But. Uh, Here's the thing, how much has Brady got left in him? I keep saying it says last year is last year, and he keeps proving me wrong. 43 years old now, right? Uh, he, it seems like th- yeah, that that's old. And and the thing is with him, because he's proven it um, that he can play at 43. But look, I'm looking at his, I'm gonna look at his stats. Let's see what his numbers were last year. 4,633 yards, 40 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Now, that's a pretty good year for any quarterback. So, Brady's Brady's definitely – he's definitely still got it. When does – I'm just waiting for it to cut off though. When you hit that moment where you see, <clears throat> Brady's done. This has gotta be the year. 43. If he's 43 this year, this has to be noticeable. He's not a punter, he's not a kicker. You think he makes it a 50? No. I didn't this think this has would... to be his last year coming up. I didn't think he would make it to 43. I mean, but. Here he is. He's yeah. defending the world champions. So, that last year, they are 11-5. They lead off with what should be a good game. The Dallas Cowboys on the opening Thursday night. They kept they – Go kept the Buccaneers. Openers. They kept most of the major parts together. I mean, there was nobody that left that you were like, oh, that's going to hurt. Antonio Brown re-signed. Uh, Fournette's back. I want to say they picked up uh, – Gronkowski. Gronkowski is back. Let me look and see who they picked up. Giovanni Bernard. They picked up another running back. I mean, I'm looking at who they lost. <laughs> UNC guy. Yeah, yeah. I knew you were throw that out there. Um, I don't see where they really lost anything. That I mean, Joe Haig who was one of the offensive linemen, uh, he went to Pittsburgh. But they're stacked, again. Uh, they're, they're, but the thing is, it's easier to win a Super Bowl than to defend that Super Bowl. Brady's got a lot of experience doing that, of course. But these other guys don't. So – you get everybody's best shot when you're Super Bowl champion. And let's yep. see what they do. I mean, they could come up with it. I'm looking at their schedule, or at least I thought I was. They've got some – they've got the Rams. How about the interesting game should be October 3rd at Foxborough against New England. Brady versus Belichick. This is going to be like, this will be better than Conor McGregor. This should be better than Conor McGregor's fight he had last weekend. I, I can't pronounce the other guy's name, but God, He, no, he broke, broke his leg. And then how do you get, how are you on the ground after you got beat and talking junk to the guy that just beat you? Because the guy and broke was, your leg. Yeah, the guy was beating him like a red redheaded stepchild. I mean, Buffalo's on there. Uh, Indianapolis is on there. Dallas, the Rams. So, you know, not a tough, tough schedule, but not an easy schedule either. But yeah, I've got them going 13 and 4. Um, but they also, what I liked about what Tampa Bay did, Bruce Arians did. Bruce Arians, I do like Bruce Arians as a coach because uh, he doesn't take any crap. But drafted Kyle Trask. And everybody that has talked about him in camp says Trask is looking great. So, how long before we start saying it's time to put Kyle Trask in instead of Tom Brady? <laughs> You're speaking crazy talk. Hey. Crazy talk. Cra- you know me. You know me. So. No. No. This is what we have here. If we finish this, we've got in the NFC South, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina rounding out the bottom. Then in the AFC South, Tennessee, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, and Houston, Texas rounding out the bottom. So, Should be interested. I'm ready for football. It's not long. It's not long now. Hall of Fame game will be coming on. It won't be long now. It's July, so we're we're getting into the, into August months. Football will be cranking up. Um. Do want to talk a little bit about? You only have two shows on the final score this week. Of course, our show, and I did an interview yesterday. And I'm seeing if I've got the book out here with me. But you can't see the book anyway when I hold it up. Uh, I got a book for Christmas this year from my wife and my daughter. It was Polomalo. It was all about Troy Polomalo, who's like one of my favorite players of all time, but one of my favorite Steelers. Uh, great book. I think it's 400, excuse me, 450 pages, I think. And I read it and just – Just like that. I mean, that – it was so good. The author of that book was Mr. Jim Wexel, who has covered the Steelers since 1995. Uh, He he does work for Steel City Insiders, which I think CBS – cbssports.com does the insider stuff. He works for them. He works for some uh, local stuff too as well. Uh, Had a great time with him talking about, of course, Troy Povamala. Talking about some of the Steelers, and he gave he gave us his outlook, what he thought the Steelers were going to be like this year as well. Uh, which, you know, he he's like me. A lot of people are throwing the dirt on the grave right now, but maybe a little premature. I mean, we'll get into that when we when our last preview when we do the AFC North. But I think people are giving the Steelers a premature death. I'm not saying they're going to set the world on fire and win the Super Bowl, but I don't think they're going to be as bad as people are are saying they are. Um, That was a great. We'll have that upload, too. We're trying this Zoom thing. uh, Worked out pretty good so far, even though last time we actually had recorded another episode a couple weeks ago, and I forgot to hit record. Did we record an episode? No, we did not record. But... uh, one of the things we've been doing, if you're on Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we can't do it on Facebook because Facebook won't do polls or brackets or anything like that. We do a bracket, and I'm doing this on the final for and on the fly. The next bracket we're going to do is going to be the greatest Washington Redskin of all time. And we did our top ten list a while back in a, in a past episode. And our top four, what we're we going to come up, we came up with our top four seeds. Me and Lynn agreed on it. Uh, of course, number four, I'm trying to remember who number four was now. Was it Art Monk? Art Monk, and then we had Sammy. Reagan, Sammy Ball, Darryl Green. Yeah. Right? No, it was Reagan's second. Reagan's Regan's Reagan's second. Suit. It was Monk. So Daryl Green, Daryl Green, Regan's ball, and Monk. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be our top four seeds, and then we'll fill in. I'll fill in the other. It's going to be a sixty-four man battle, just like March Madness said. We're going to have what can we use? We can't use Redskins. Uh, <laughs> Washington football team. Yeah, Washington football team, but madness, I guess, is what we we'll call it. Um, yeah, so that should be interesting. Get your votes in. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, follow us up there. Uh, follow me, me and Lynn. I have our own Twitters as well. But, yeah, check it out on Twitter. Vote. We've had a lot of, a lot of votes. I'll tell you, on the fly, I had some good votes. We did a journey, Battle of the Top. Journey songs and actually had the lead guitarist for Journey, Neil Sean, uh, he played, he, he was watching and liking and retweeting some of the battles too. So he probably voted too. I'm, I'm pretty sure he voted, but uh, that was wow. pretty, pretty cool that, and he's following us on, he's following on the fly on Twitter now. So uh, yeah, thanks to Neil Sean, but we're coming up with some more ideas for that. Uh, my internet's going to get better soon, hopefully, and we'll we'll be able to do more like this. Maybe we'll be able to bring more than just me and Lynn up here on a Zoom call and and feel comfortable about it. But, uh, yeah, next week. Now, who are we going to do next week? West. AFC and NFC West. Next week, you heard it from the man's mouth. AFC and NFC West should be a good one there. AFC West is going to be an up-and-coming division next year. you got to I tell you, watch out for the LA Chargers. Watch out for the LA Chargers. Justin Herbert is is going to be a great quarterback, and uh, I think you need to watch out for. Him. But, um, what can we talk? about? All-Star game tonight. You going to watch? I watched. <laughs> I watched some of the home run derby last night. Uh and the biggest reason I wanted to watch it, the only reason I was watching, which great story about Trey Mancini for the Orioles, uh, cancer survivor, came back and ended up going to the finals of the Home Run Derby last night. That was a great story there. But Otani from the L.A. Angels, the how many times – I know you don't watch much baseball. How many times in, that you can remember – has the starting pitcher led off hitting, and in the home run derby? Rare. I've never Very seen rare. it in my lifetime. I've never seen it. So uh, that should that's going on right now as we speak. Um, also, Olympics Olympic basketball team loses their second game, lost to uh, Nigeria, and lost last night to Australia. A lot of talk about the – They lost to Nigeria by three. They lost by three to Nigeria. How much for Australia? I think it was like seven or eight. And they – they, a lot. what I read today, a lot of the NBA players were complaining about the referees, about some of the calls and stuff like that. It was too rough. Whatever. You know, they said they should have been called in files, and it was too rough. Give me a break! Oh my God, that's what that's they should what have the played NBA the '90s, the '80s exactly. and '90s. Was that tough? The Bad Boys? They're too worried about the Space Jam Two Never. premiere coming on. Probably. That's going to be uh, that's going to be horrible, horrible. Uh. Let's see. There's something else I was gonna talk about too. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. The dog wants me to go now. Anyway. All right. I, I am recording. So this will be up there. I'm looking right now. It says recorded. Uh, we're gonna are gonna be back next week, like I said, ASC NSC West. But any last words, Lynn? Oh, hold on, hold on. I gotta get your thoughts. And I will I'm gonna go ahead and say this now. When we thought we were recording the last episode, Lynn did call the Stanley Cup Finals. Tampa Bay in four, in five, in five. Yeah, Tampa. No, I said in five. Yeah, I got it right. And you almost got the one game that Montreal won right, which you were a little off on that, but yeah, they won game four. I said game three. Yeah. yeah. What's your thoughts on uh, on the on the Stanley Cup? Uh, there's a salary cap for a reason. We should stick to it. Tampa Bay was 18 million over the cap because they found a loophole that they could bring back an injured player after the season. It's, it's a crock. Let's follow the salary cap throughout the entire year. I, I I don't understand why you wouldn't follow the salary cap for the entire year, but that's just me. I'm not a big hockey guy anyway, but, uh, all right. So that was the, uh, True North Vacation Hockey Minute, right there. If you want to go. Hockey to, Minute? Yeah. If you want to go on a cruise or get your uh, get your vacation on, like that, you like that? That should be your slogan now. If you want to get your vacation on, go to True North Vacation. Where, where do they find it out, Lynn? TrueNorthVacations.com. Hopefully, next June, I'm heading somewhere. I don't know where, but. Hey, the Hopefully Kiss, somewhere the Kiss Cruise is coming around. <laughs> I bet thing sells out in no time. It does. It does, and it's it's way high, way high. All right, guys. The concert every night. <laughs> yeah, I yep. would love it. I would love it. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with our continuing the uh, NFL previews. You guys have a great week, Lynn. As always, great time. Uh, We'll see you next week. See ya. See you guys. That's the final score.